Hey everybody, it's Christina Caramo, and this is a special edition of Solid Food. Why do I say special edition? Because I'm not gonna have any intro music, just nothing. We're just going straight, uh, straight for the gusto. Why? We obviously saw what happened in the nation's capital today, and I, I want to start off this episode. And I hope that everybody listens to this. Anybody who knows me, I don't care what your politics are, whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, libertarian, Green Party. I don't care what you are, what you believe. I just want you to listen. Just, just listen to what I have to say. And, and I think that it can provide some perspective that I think is much needed in our nation. I want to say this first as a conservative. As a conservative, and I was in Lansing, I was in our state's capital earlier today with some other people protesting. Our frustration is not with you, Democratic voter. We're not angry with you. We're not angry with the liberal. We're not angry with you all. We're not frustrated with you. We are angry with the politicians. That's who we're mad at. And and I've and I've said and, and it's interesting what made me start today talk saying this is um when I was in Lansing, I was talking to this guy, he lives on the west side of the state, and he was saying what's so crazy is that we're mad at them. He's pointing at our Capitol building. He's like, we're mad at them. But the average Democratic citizen or liberal citizen is angry with us. Well, we're not mad at them. Because you're not screwing me over, Democratic voter. You're not stealing my money. You're not taking my rights. I'm not mad at you. Never have been. I might get frustrated with you. I get frustrated that you buy into the ad hominem attacks. I get frustrated that you buy into the media propaganda that points to the lowest common denominator to paint the entire conservative movement and people as a certain way. I get frustrated. Oh, yeah, I get frustrated. But I'm not mad at you. I have friends and family members who I love dearly who are Democrats. And that has never changed. I get frustrated, but I love you. I'm not mad at you. I get frustrated with you, but I've never been mad at you. Because you ain't the one screwing me over. You're not the one taking away my rights. You're not the one trying to forcibly vaccinate my children. You're not the one running our nation into debt. You're not the one that's trying to turn the federal, the, not the federal, but our school system into indoctrination camps. You're not the one shutting down my business. It's the politicians. That's who we are mad at. So I want to stop my episode by saying that. Because a lot of this quote unquote division in America is a result of the miscommunication that's purposely done by our lying media. They purposely create miscommunication. Let's step back here. How many times have you guys watched these little movies where the couples are arguing and they're like, <coughs> all we need is better communication. All we need is better communication. You know, I was a communications major in college. That's when I got my undergrad in because initially I was going to be a sports broadcaster. Can you believe that? Yes, I like sports. I was going to be a sports broadcaster until things happened and that didn't go that way. But a lot of people laughed at communication majors because they thought we were just too stupid to take more difficult classes. So this was just like a cheap major to take to say that um, I, I just went to college. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. That most of us who were communications majors because we want to go in the media. Hence why I do podcasts. Hence some of you have seen me in the media. This is why we do. This is why. But we learn 
how to send messages and how to interpret messages. And we learn about how to intentionally send messages in order to elicit the desired result we want from the party we're sending the message to. And our media knows precisely how to do that. It's the reason why if I take a person and I cut their head off, they die right away. Your brain is your prime communication zone in your body. I can cut your arm out, your fingers out, your toes. I can do all kinds of stuff. But once I cut the head off, dead. No more communication. No more messages. This is why communication is so important. Communication is the lifeblood to any functioning system. And when communication is broken down, then it creates chaos and confusion and sickness. And what's happening is our media is purposely trying to skew the communication between Americans. And they want people angry at conservatives. Because we are the ones that are challenging our government. We're not the ones. I mean, how many Democrats I know who post about Trump supporters are terrible and we're a bunch of racists and white supremacists and me, I'm just a, 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 a nigga with a complex. And I said the N-word on purpose. I'm just confused about who I am. No. When I go to conservative events, you know what people are talking about? A tyrannical government. That's what they're complaining about. They're complaining about our government spending money on stupid stuff on spraying drunk rats with Bobcat pee. You got $6 million for that? But you don't have money for struggling families? I'm going to be real frank with you. A lot of that Medicaid for all the government mandated health, you like government paying for health care, we actually could afford it. But here's the problem. Number one, that system isn't going to work because they steal the money. And the government isn't going to do the right thing. So that option isn't viable based on the beast that we're dealing with. Philosophically, I hear what you're saying. Philosophically, it could maybe work. If we're already paying these tax dollars anyway, let's reallocate taxes to this. If our government actually ran efficiently and honestly and they quit stealing the money and laundering the money, there's a lot of things we could pay for. But you guys want to pay for things in a non-efficient manner. That's the problem. So we have a different philosophy, but I'm just being really intellectually honest here that actually what you are asking for could be afforded on some level. But the reason why we don't support it is because, A, our government is dishonest and they're liars. And we actually have a better plan of how to make sure that people have quality health insurance instead of government-sponsored health care. Because ultimately, that money the government has is coming from the taxpayers. So instead of taking the money from the taxpayer, we have a better system of how to handle it. So let me not get off in that health care. But my point that I'm making is this. My point I'm making is this is that we complain about the government and the media is purposely trying to skew the perception of us and who we are to make the average American hate conservatives. Most people don't, a lot of Trump Americans don't even vote. They, don't, they just follow the news media and go along with it. And the media has painted this picture that conservatives are just a bunch of cult followers. We're just a bunch of sycophants for Trump. That's not true. That's not true. We're not a bunch of sycophants for Trump. We are a republic. That means that in our nation, we elect people to represent our ideas and interests. Remove Trump, put in Bobby Joe. I don't care what the person's name is. If you have Bobby Joe, who was advocating for the same policies Bob, Donald Trump is advocating for, we would be going hard in the paint for Bobby Joe. 
It's not about the man. And this is, I listen to people talking to Trump's so terrible and 45 so horrible. Can y'all get that man name out your mouth? I know I'm starting a little ghetto here. I apologize. I'm getting upset. Get his name out your mouth. It's not about him. It's not about him. It's about the policies that each politician brings with them when they step into that chamber. Like our con our legislator, state, even the Republicans. Y'all, I know I'm a Republican. I'm a Republican. Let me tell you why I'm a Republican. There's two reasons. Number one, because the Republican Party platform more closely aligns with my Christian beliefs, number one. That's why I'm a Republican. Number two, the people involved in, like, a lot of my Christian friends who are Democrats, I'm not one of the people saying, like, unless you're a Republican, you're not a Christian. I ain't saying that. So don't come at me with that. Don't come at me with that. But the Christians in the Democratic Party, y'all don't hold y'all party accountable at all. Y'all let them run roughshod and push all kind of demonic stuff, and y'all let them do it unchallenged. In the Republican Party, there's an entire faction in the Republican Party who want Christians gone. And we are fighting them right now. They want, just like in the Democratic Party, they kick the Christian to the curb. Until they want to just holler a few little things about justice and how Jesus wants justice to get your vote. There's an entire faction in the Republican Party trying to do the same thing to us. But guess what? Unlike y'all, we ain't going to let it happen. We fight them jokers back. That's the difference. That, that's the difference right there. We're fighting back. But please believe there's a faction who want us going too. But, but like I said, we're not going to let it happen. So the, the corruption exists in both parties. I'm a Republican because of the party platform. And because there are more Christians in the party who, who um, are like me, are fighting back. But there are corrupt, lying Republican politicians too. There are. There's a bunch of corrupt liars just like that bill, the COVID bill. You got Republicans like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't have $2,000, but yet you got money to make these smart, these smart toilets that detect anal prints? Yes. Like, I, I forgot, it was either $6 million or $60 million. I can't remember the numbers. So I don't want to tell a lie. They sat here and approved money for smart toilets to detect anal prints. Folks, that is gross. Why are tax dollars? You, you, you wasn't up in arms about that? But you mad about helping out these businesses that you didn't go hard for? I thought in, in, in the Republican Party platform, the Constitution is in there over 70 times. The Constitution is the best man-made government document ever. Because the way it's designed is to constrain power that people have over other people. This is why we are so passionate about who wins this election. It's not about, oh, we just love Trump. Oh, my God. Can't we just love Donald Trump? I just want to rub his hair. No. And the media pushes this narrative that we just following him. No. It's because we are a republic. And we understand that with Biden, we are screwed. We are screwed. So this brings me to today's protest. And I had to set it up and I had to explain a few things to y'all because y'all not understanding. Y'all do not get it. And I've only had one person I know who's a Democrat actually honestly engage me and ask me, Christina, why are you a Republican? The rest of you assume and you know nothing. You assume and you don't know nothing. You know about as much as the bottom of that toilet about why I think what I think. And then even if some people engage me on social media, you don't even read what I write. You just shoot up at the mouth. 
I'm serious. I had one of my cousins, actually, after my grandmother passed away, she was here for the funeral. My cousin asked me, she, we were just like walking down the street at night and we were just like downtown hanging out. And she said, Christina, why are you Republican? And she didn't ask it in the condescending or anything. She just really wanted to hear why I think what I think. Most people never do that. See, with, with, with us, with, with, with liberals and Democrats, y'all have the media, y'all have social media, y'all have the biggest megaphones in society constantly putting out y'all views. So I don't really need to ask you a whole lot of questions. Now, it's important that I do because still you're an individual, but it's not really necessary. Most of y'all have absolutely no idea why we think the way we think. Not the slightest clue. You just paired these points of white supremacy. I mean, I have read so many Christians, like it's the Christian apologist that I like very much. I'm not going to throw the man's name out there, but I respect his work as an apologist. And he's going to post on Facebook that evangelicals, of course, he only talk about white evangelicals because they love to do, they love to pick on white evangelical Christians, even though there's hordes of Christians of other ethnicities who are also conservative. Hence this brown girl sitting right here. They love to just pick on white evangelicals because that's an easy target the media has convinced you to hate. It's so sad that people profess in the name of Christ, and he is a Christian. I'm not down his brother's this salvation by any stretch of the imagination. But he clearly is politically ignorant because he sits there and says, oh, well, these white evangelicals, I'm starting these ones that are denying the election results. They're the most dangerous people in society. Really, brother? You have no discernment when it comes to politics. Zero. You have none. You might be great when it comes to reading scripture, but you lack how to apply scripture to the issues of government. Because that is a part of society. Maintaining our government is important. Because in D.C., they just passed legislation that a parent doesn't have the right to know whether or not their kid get a vaccine or not. So your kid can go to school and get a vaccine without your knowledge or approval. Oh, only white evangelicals should care about that? Oh, only white evangelicals should care about abortion till birth? Oh, only white evangelicals should care about California they passed legislation that a minor can get a double mastectomy? Oh, only white evangelicals care about that? Miss me with all that garbage. I'm, I'm hyped today. I'm hyped today. Because the political ignorance is grotesque. But you rather hear and fall for these crap narratives that it's about racism and whiteness and white people and where am I came from brown skin. You have made an idol of your blackness. Because you have that idol and you hold on to it so tight that you're completely unwilling to engage on any other topics. And your failure, this brings me to today's capital situation, your failure to listen to us on the myriad of other issues that have so much complexity and nuance is why you come to these erroneous conclusions. That's how you get there. Because you refuse to listen to the tons of other issues that we complain about. The push for globalism. The killing of the American business. The, 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 us getting everything from overseas instead of manufacturing in-house. One of the problems we saw with COVID was that the supply chain breakdown. Because when we get a part made in this country, an apart made in that country, an apart made in that country, and then one of those parts, that country that makes one of those parts falls down, that breaks down an entire global supply chain. So we're like, no, we need to make stuff in America. So a lot of these issues that we're talking about, that we're trying to get you to listen to, you ignore them. And you only say, we're going to talk about this one box that the media has placed you in, because that must be accurate, because the media said it. And so your failure to listen to us on all these other topics is why you don't understand why people were protesting today.
So that leads us to where we are today with what happened in, in the Capitol. To be honest with you, the protesters shouldn't even have to go to the Capitol in the first place. Now, there are many people out there like, oh, well, you guys put cases and the cases were thrown out of court about the election fraud. That's not all of it. I watched election fraud with my own two eyes. Now, if you want to say I'm a liar and I didn't witness fraud, you can kick bricks with dry toes, no shoes, whatever you want to put on there. If you want to say I'm a liar that I didn't witness fraud because I went and I tested. I have a sworn affidavit out there. I went before our state senate. If you want to say I'm a liar, the Holy Spirit told me that I can't say what I want to say. But you can just kick bricks. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? So, with that being said, with, with that being said, I'm not the only person. And like we talk about Antrim County, there was a 68.7% error rate. According to the FEC, that error rate is to be under 1%. And you going to sit here and tell me that there's no fraud, nothing to see here, folks. But this is where I get frustrated with the Republican Party. There are so many people who say that the Republican Party, the, Rep then the Republican Party is a bunch of cowards. No, you're giving them too much credit because the premise in your statement is that somehow they have good intentions. Because they don't. There are a bunch of traitors in the Republican Party. They are traitors to the Republic. That's who they are. The Democratic Party has completely been taken over by globalists who want to tear down America and serve us up to a global system on a platter. Read Klaus Schwab's The Great Reset. Listen to what these people say. Listen to the, 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 this guy from the New York Times, I forget his name, bragging how them and CNN set what the nation is talking about. They brag about brainwashing us. You have no idea. You can call me conspiracy theorist, call me whatever the heck you want to call me. I don't even care. Because I'm fed up with people who being willfully ignorant. Because the information, the evidence is out there. And we sit there and we tell you, like, look at this. How do you have a 68.7% error rate when the FEC acceptable error rate is under 1%? And our media is saying nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. And all we ask for was the forensic audit. That's all we've been asking for. You guys want to overturn the election. We don't want to overturn anything. The premise of your statement is false. Like Lee Chatfield, who is just a complete dumpster fire human being. This guy is a complete trash heap. Complete trash heap. He read this long Facebook post where I skimmed through because ain't nobody about to read all that, first of all. That's the Michigan Speaker of the House. Where he's like, they want me to overturn the election results. Liar, liar, liar. Your premise is that we want you to take lawful votes and throw them to the side. We're saying count the legal votes. And how do you do all this? We're asking for a forensic audit. We've been asking for one for two months. For two months. And according to the Michigan Constitution, I have a right to do so. And I'm guaranteed the state of Michigan is the only place where they have a right for, a forensic, for an audit of the election results. So that's all we've been asking for. So if these people want unity so bad, an audit would explain everything. Then we would shut up. That's like you, like a little kid who have a bag and you say, let me see what's in the bag. I think something in there. No, it's not. Well, let me see it. No, you can't see. You're like, well, if there's nothing in there, then let me see. No, you can't. 
Clearly, they know something in there they don't want you to see. So we, in Michigan, we control the legislator. And they, Sharky, Sheffield, Sheffield been undermining us. I keep bringing him up. He horrible. He is horrible. Now, if we, if somebody would just conduct a forensic audit, we had a lady today at the Capitol at the protest in Lansing say she went to the SOS office and Secretary of State's office and said, hey, we just want to, she, because she ran for office, I just want to audit, a forensic audit. And they're like, what is that? You work at the SOS office and you don't know what a forensic audit is? Oh, you're kidding me. So we just asked our Republican elected officials, so can you please, you have the authority to make them do this. It's just an audit. They refuse to do it. They refuse to do it. They refuse it. They're refusing to do it. See, the Democratic Party has been totally taken over by traitors to America. Totally taken over. Not every single elected Democrat, but I'm saying the people who control the DNC? Uh, No. Like I said, they're pushing for some crazy stuff. Like even in the state of Michigan, we have Rep. Legrand who wants to have mandatory power to vaccinate every child in Michigan, even against the will of the parents. So yeah, this is the kind of stuff these people are up to. Like I said, in California, they're they're they have passed a law, or either they passed it or trying to pass a law for double mastectomy. I just heard somebody was telling me about a bill in New York where like it's I, I don't even get the details of it because it's it's super status, but I just gotta I just gotta get some more information before I because I don't want to repeat it incorrectly. So people are pissed off. That's why people are in Washington Washington DC in the first place. If you if you want true unity, Democrats like in the media, like y'all claim with y'all a bunch of when I say Democrats, I'm not talking about the person watching this show. I'm not talking about my relatives and friends. I'm talking about the elected officials. So I've said that in the beginning. That's why I'm that's that's who we're angry with. If you really want unity, then you would agree to the forensic audit. But you're a liar because you don't want to be seen what you did. Now here we get to the people storming the Capitol. So as we have some Republican legislators in the state, I mean nationally. Saying, no, we're not going to agree to this, certifying this election, until you give us 10 days to do a forensic audit. And if, like Ted Cruz said, if nothing happened, then this shouldn't be a problem. So as the wheels are turning, you mean to tell me, no, while, while the wheels are turning, while we have people fighting to say, hey, do an audit of the election, that they just decide to storm the Capitol at that point? That doesn't make sense. Folks, strategically, that is dumb. And so then when I pointed this out to people that I don't believe that the people who stormed, like, went and stormed and were scaling walls, I don't believe those people were. Now, they, is it possible? It's completely possible. But based on a series of evidence and knowing how these situations work, how these anarchists operate, I believe this is completely Antifa posing as Trump supporters. And people are like, that's crazy. I mean, anybody can buy a MAGA hat and put on a t-shirt and buy a Trump flag. You think you got to have some kind of special credentials to get that type of merchandise? Come on, folks. And then, too, I point to people over the summer. Over the, there are, let me say before I get to my next comment. There are entities who have an invested interest in division in America. You want to see a perfect example of that? The police brutality protest over the summer. After the death of George Floyd. I didn't hear a single person saying anything other than, I'm horrified, I'm shocked, we got to do something about police brutality. That's all I heard. 
The protest that started after the death of George Floyd, it was no problem. Americans were strangely united because we don't get united about too much. Last time we've been that united was like 9-11. Think about that. It was like 9-11 level unity in America after the death of George Floyd because people were just so, it's one thing to hear about police brutality, but it's a whole nother thing to see it on camera like that. It's a whole nother thing. Protest peaceful, no problem. Then suddenly, guess who shows up? Antifa. They are Marxists. They don't give a crap about George Floyd. They don't care about police brutality. Baby, they are communists. They exploit legitimate concerns and frustrations for their own angle, which is to bring down America and serve it up on a Marxist government. As I said before, America will never be Marxist. We'll be technocratic, if anything. But I digress from that point. Antifa shows up pretending to be real protesters and are tearing up communities. I have the videos. If I could, I would. I don't have the time to bring all those clips up. They had this. I have the videos on my phone of them showing up, vandalizing urban communities, and the citizens are saying, "Hey, what are you doing? Don't tear up our neighborhood." Let me repeat that for the people in the back who want to pretend I'm being crazy. Over the summer, after the death of George Floyd, and there were peaceful protesters. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, I call them BLM. I don't even call them Black Lives Matter anymore because for some people have this, this real tough time distinguishing between the slogan and the organization. Y'all get so caught up with your emotional attachment to the slogan that you ignore the real intentions of the organization. Number one, Patrice Cullors is a witch. We're going to digress from that. We're we going to digress from that for a moment. So Antifa and BLM show up, mingling with the protesters, especially Antifa. Antifa is worse. They are pure anarchists pure communist anarchists, and just tearing up neighborhoods. There's literally a video of a man with an umbrella and a hammer. He have on a full black coat, uh, a painter's mask on, with an umbrella, with a hammer, just beating the auto zone window open. And citizens from the neighborhood are like, hey, don't do that. You're tearing up our community. And so then, and this was going on in Detroit, like, when they were protesting Detroit. Now, some of these people... I know they were like, we're not having it. Y'all not tearing up our community. We had that happen in 67. You're not doing it again. But when Chief Craig said the people they arrested who were causing chaos in Detroit during the police brutality protests, they weren't even from the city. They literally are bust in to agitate. So the conversation shifts away from the frustrations people have to the sheer chaos. This is what they do. We saw this over and then we saw pictures. I have videos on my phone of a man handing out money to people and giving them stuff to go and tear stuff up. They dropped off pallets of bricks. This is over the summer. Dropped off pallets of bricks and instigated young people, giving them alcohol. So when we see the Patriots in D.C. protesting, How is it so irrational to not say they're doing the same thing here? How, how, how is that so far-fetched? Because at the point, we have our, we have legislators in D.C. who are well within their constitutional right to demand a forensic audit into this election. We're getting, a, we're, we're, moving, we're moving forward. As the process is rolling, 
to just decide to suddenly storm the Capitol? That doesn't make sense, people. At all. Anybody can buy a MAGA hat. Y'all act like that's some exclusive merchandise. You act like that's something unique that you got to have a passcode to get. Anybody can get a MAGA hat, a MAGA shirt, and a Trump flag. Anybody. Anybody. And then two, two, it, it, like I said, it don't even add up to do that. It would be more logical if we have exhausted all of our resources. And I'm not saying I support, I don't support violence at all. Unless somebody poses an immediate threat to my life and safety, I never believe violence is acceptable. But strategically speaking, it's stupid. It makes sense that they do this, that Antifa or some other anarchist group do this to disrupt the process and take the nation and turn all of their anger on conservatives. Like I saw Al Mohler, who's a theologian I respect greatly, try to blame President Trump for this. Al Mohler, no, boo, you got this one wrong. I respect your theological work. And he endorsed President Trump. But you, how's it Trump's fault? You fell for the bait. You fell for the bait. That was the goal. To get people hating us so bad that they don't, like, I don't care if the election was stolen. I just want these a-holes out of here. That was the goal. Don't fall for it. Don't tell me you want unity in our republic when you are unwilling to support a forensic audit into the election because that's all we're asking for. That's it. And so this, to me, was done on purpose. And I want to say this last thing before I close. For any of the people who supported the riots over the summer, don't you dare bump your gums about the storming of the Capitol now. Now, as I said, I do not believe the people who stormed it. I believe there were some people who were Trump supporters in the mix. The once everything started rolling, they hopped in the mix. I believe that. But I do not believe they're the ones who instigated this whole situation, scaling walls, bringing sticks and bats. Because I was talking to a friend earlier today. He said, when he said, I've been to tons of Trump rallies. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. I have been to plenty of conservative events. They are they open with prayer, they close with prayer. They're peaceful. They just walk around the media. Y'all don't understand about framing. I did an episode of my podcast. That's why y'all need to watch my show and watch my website. I did it on the time. I talked about this framing. You put a box around a topic. You only allow certain points to be discussed in relevance to that topic in order to lead the listener to a particular conclusion you want them to follow. You don't let contrary points to your agenda get into the framing, into the picture. Otherwise, it could potentially disrupt them from going to the conclusion you want them to go to. I've talked about this before plenty of times. People don't like to listen to me. You ain't got to listen to me. You just got to use your brain. But as I said before, if you fix your mouth to justify this protest, oh, this, this storming of the Capitol, to, to justify this protest over the summer, and said, they're just frustrated. This is the language of the unheard. Don't you dare fix your mouth about people down there protesting in D.C. because you are a hypocrite and you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a, you're a liar. I don't know why I'm calling you a liar, but you're just a liar because I said so. I don't know. I'm irritated. Because you guys are getting on my nerves. You, you know good and well you know good and well that people don't have a right to break the rules because they're mad. But you justify it and you're so dishonest because you like the political leanings of the people being disrupted. So when you support the political leanings of the people being disrupted, you support the action. That's not how we can have a fair and just society. Wrong is wrong and right is right. No matter what the leanings or the agenda of the people being disruptive is. It's completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. And I, and I and I'm saying this not to justify it because I as I said I don't believe the people who did all that I, I don't believe these were actually conservatives 
I believe these were Antifa types who dressed up in conservative garb and acted a fool to make us look bad. That's what I think. Could I be wrong? Of course. I'd be wrong. But it's a typical tactic. They did the same thing over the summer with the police brutality riots. Just it's the same thing. So it's not irrational to think that they're doing it again. But again, if you justify all that chaos over the summer, shut your mouth down. Just shut your mouth, Peaches. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. But see, the reason why people can't shut their mouth is because they fall into the media notion. And this is the last point I'm going to make. And I'm going to close. I'm, I'm done. This is, I got to, I have other stuff I need to do today. But it's because they get frustrated because they buy into this notion. And I talked about this earlier. That it's this agenda to frame conservatives as a bunch of white supremacists. And it's people I love and care about who fall for that all the time too. No interest in understanding the particulars of a topic. No interest in understanding why people think or think. I have been to countless events and I'm telling you what people complain about. They complain about our rights being taken away. And you say, what rights? I just told you how in D.C. they passed a law where the child could consent to vaccines without the parent's knowledge. They're constantly undermining parents' rights. Constantly. Your kid can get transgender treatment. Your daughter can get a double mastectomy without your approval, without your knowledge, your minor child. This is the kind of stuff we're talking You're talking about this and we're talking about that. We need to be talking together. But when you demonize people and you either call them, A, you're a bunch of white supremacists, and then if you're not white, you're conservative because you're a self-hating, whatever you are, you hate yourself, you identify with your oppressor. Nah, I can't talk to you because you're stupid and I'm done talking with you. I don't have nothing to say to you. And so I, and so then we have to we'll, we'll listen to our liberal friends. But at some point, you guys have gotten so emotionally invested in your worldview that you're not informationally invested in your worldview. You're not. You're not informationally invested in the worldview. You don't care about the information. You just care about your feelings. And it's very difficult. It's very difficult for folks like myself. We care about the facts and information. And you just care about a bunch of language, the linguistics, beauty of expressing your perception. That's all you care about. The optics, the image, the art, the storytelling. That's all liberals I find to care about is just the storytelling. You don't care about any of the facts. Facts? No. Damn the facts. It's the story. It's the story. It's like, come on, y'all. And, and so I, I, I want to be charitable. I'm, I'm trying to be charitable and say, how about you listen to us? If you want unity in America, how about you listen to people without demonizing them? Because even though I criticize liberals and I think they don't think things through and I think they're full of emotion and long facts, I'm not saying that they're terrible people. My, the people I'm dogging out, I'm, I am demonizing. But yes, I am are these legislators in this lying media. Oh, they're evil. But see, again, as I said in my opening, I'm not demonizing the Democratic voter. I, I, like, they get on my nerve. They frustrate me. And I think they're very clueless on the matter of politics. But I'm not saying that they're terrible people. Y'all call us terrible people. Y'all call us dangerous. We're horrible. We're evil. So then when something like this happens, you just see this as an extension of what you already thought you knew. And I use the word thought. So, you know, I wish my fellow Americans would... um. This is what needs to happen as a nation move forward. Number one, 
We need to turn to Jesus Christ. Because even if America falls, and one day America will fall. Why? Because the kingdom of God will be established on earth. America is not the kingdom of God. We turn to God. If you want unity in this nation, my liberal friends that y'all claim y'all want so bad, because it's a lot of conservatives I know who are not interested in unity. Because they're like, y'all done called us evil for so long. Y'all done called us uh, either A, a white supremacist or self-hating, whatever word you are. So long. We don't want no unity with you. You can kiss my behind. I want unity with the people of God. That's what I want. And I would like to work together in peace and harmony with people who disagree with me. I would like that. But that's totally impossible when you refuse to actually engage in what we're telling you. Instead, you'd rather fall for the ad hominem attacks and the false narratives that our globalist media put out there. You want any indication of how bad our media and the tech companies are? I made an airtight episode regarding the push to forcibly vaccinate us. I provided video clips, headlines, all kind of evidence. YouTube pulled my video down. I didn't cough any harm. I didn't make any threats. There was nothing sexually explicit. But yet YouTube saw fit to pull down my episode? Because they want, it's the information war. It's the information war. But still, let's talk about all this other stuff. Why will YouTube pull down my video? Because they want you to think one way. This is what we're complaining about. But you'd rather fall for the stupid narrative that we are just a bunch of white supremacists or, or have self-hatred issues instead of listening to what we're telling you. Like, this is what's happening. You're, you're poorly informed on the situation. Don't even get me started on the other stuff. I'm, I'm, let me go. Let me go. That's all I have to say about this. You know, I just pray for our nation. And I, what I pray for is, one, people turn to Christ because Americans need to return, repent from your wickedness, aside from politics, because guess what? You're going to die one day. You're going to stand before God one day, and you're going to have to answer for your life. You need to repent and turn to Jesus Christ. I don't care what your political leanings are. That's first of all. Um, second of all, um, we need to, as Americans, start listening to each other, reading primary sources, and quit following the media. And to my conservative friends, it's time to clean house in the Republican Party, people. We're done. We're done playing with these people. We need to lawfully remove these traitors. They're not even rhinos. They're not spineless. When we call them spineless and weak and cowards, we are inferring that they have good intentions and motives. No, they do not. They are outright traitors. But I believe, let me say this real quickly, I'm going to close. I believe the reason why traitors to America have been more effective in the Democratic Party than the Republican Party, because they have allowed such wickedness to become normal and part of their party platform that it has given Satan more a freer range in their party. That's what I believe. I strongly believe that. I mean, they were they were engaged in wickedness because they, I don't, I don't always like to point out this because it's relevant, but it's almost like to go um Point out how they're the party of slavery. I mean, it's like, yeah, let's 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 talk about the wickedness they do today. I don't need to reach back 150 years, but I can talk about what's going on in 2020 because that's what's impacting people's lives today. But the, the progressives of yesteryear were like your Woodrow Wilson parts, Wilson types who wanted to use scientists, scientism to justify his racism. So to me, they've always been wicked. They still had a string of people who are Christians who had a strong voice. But if you think about your 
your modern Democratic Party, the Christian voice. And I know there's Christians who are Democrats. And I was talking to somebody online the other day. It's like, well, I'm a Christian. I'm like, I'm not doubting you a Christian. But guess what? You don't you don't have no power in that party. And you're not going to fight those those people who want to teach uh, five-year-olds that gender is fluid. You're not going to fight them. You're going to let them do what they're going to do. But see, again, in the Republican Party, we have a Christian base who has to fight back. We have to first remember that our ultimate home is heaven. Our ultimate goal is to bring people to Jesus Christ. Politics is just another arena to fight out the spiritual battle that we are in all the time. Education, media, entertainment, those are all arenas to fight the spiritual battle. Politics is just another arena to fight the spiritual battle in. It's not our home. It's not our primary goal. Remember that. But we have to lawfully... And I always like to say law because nowadays people get in love by it. And I don't want to just say we need to remove these people because there will be some liar somewhere who will twist my words and say, Christina, call for violence when I'm not. Number one, my allegiance is to Jesus Christ and nowhere in the word of God does he permit violence unless your life is being threatened. So that's why you emphasize the lawfully part. We have to lawfully remove these conservative imposters from our party. They have to go. Now. We don't have time. We need constitutionalists only in elected positions. 2022 is right around the corner. I know y'all like 2022. We just not 2021. You talking about 2022. Because those races have started. We need constitutionalists in the SOS office. That is primary goal. We need constitutionalists in these positions of power. No more voting for people because we like them. Are you a constitutionalist? There are people I like, I know. But I wouldn't vote for them. Yeah. You need constitutionalists who are willing to fight. And that is all I have to say. So thank you for tuning in to Solid Food. I had no opening music, so I ain't going to have any closing, mu closing music. I'm just going to end it right here because I think that uh, the only music we need to be listening to, uh, maybe, I don't know, I was going to say something clever, but it didn't come out right. So I didn't say anything clever. Um, but I think we need to just really focus on God and and fight for our nation. Because it's only going to get worse. 2022, 2020, 2021, here we come. All right, so check out It's Solid Food on all major podcast platforms. You can check out my website, ChristinaCaramo.com, YouTube and Facebook at The Christina Caramo Project, Instagram at Caramo the Great, that's K-A-R-A-M-O, the G-R and the number eight, and on Twitter at Rise Phoenix Fly. And remember to be brave and bold because the gospel of Jesus Christ must be told. Toodles.